Think you can handle that? Face Force. He's a man. With now. Thanks for caring about people. Oh, yes. What's the matter? Coming to you live from Arcane Sublevel 7, it's Talk is Cheap. Now here's your host, Dan Hofeld. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Talk is Cheap, where cheap is talk and talk is cheap. I am your host, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Hofeld. Yes, yes, another Tuesday edition, March 26, 2019. We are here live every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So, yeah, I'm kind of doing this whole minimalist thing now. I'm starting to, like, I was so worried about, like, how do I sell all this crap? I got so much stuff in my room and uh, everywhere else in these bins, totes, whatever. Stuff that's so useless. I have games from, like, 1997. It's like, what do I do with this thing? I signed up for eBay finally. Oh my God, folks, that's the best thing ever. If you can, if you're having any doubts about signing up for eBay, just do it because it's so easy. I put it on there. I'm getting $20 for a game. I probably just would have burned or threw away. That's not even counting shipping. So I, or I mean, they paid for shipping. So I got $20 and then don't even have to deal with that. That's amazing. I'm going to do this for like a lot of stuff that's just been laying around because you don't know what to do with it. Live simple, have peace of mind. I just love that. So, as everybody else has been talking about today, we have to mention it. Of course, the Mueller investigation concluded on Friday. Why did they redo that on Friday? Because there was nothing there. You do it on Friday because there's nothing. If you wanted the, the story to uh, hit the whole news cycle all week, you do that on a Monday. They do that on the Friday. Of course, there was no collusion found, and this cost us 25 to $40 million, at least in that range minimum of 25 that was already admitted that's a lot of money that could have been used elsewhere maybe building some systems up whatever bringing out new technologies but well let's just waste this money because the democrats are so po'd they didn't get their way they want to destroy america and this needs to end so that's why i wanted to bring up this other q post real quick this was Look at the date on that, folks. Synchronicities. Let me zoom in a little bit here for you. This is on March 20th, 1.11 p.m. It says the attempted cope treason opens the public door to more serious. The pill must be easily easy to swallow the lead in. The public must prepare for what is about to come. So now that this is all done... He has in there, in quotes, the Clinton Foundation. They're going to go after the Clinton Foundation, finally. This was a big month. Trump's been letting this whole investigation just do its thing unravel so they can have their way. Of course, the Democrats are pushing for that report to come out. And I assume Trump knows that already. They, they're always like three, four steps ahead of the whole game here. And then, of course, the Jesse Smollett thing came out today that he is... Uh, Dropped of all charges. Isn't that great, ladies and gentlemen? But when I looked on the Q map today, they got on here, because Kim Fox was who basically dropped the charges. She's uh, the American politician here, Democratic Party. But Q map has on here, who is pulling her strings? Hashtag goodbye Fox. And then, of course, they got the video evidence, payment evidence, Testimony by two paid men evidence. And they say not enough evidence to convict question mark. The system is rigged. Will the AG need to get involved? Of course, this is going to hammer down now. March was going to be a big month. We're seeing this right now unfold before our eyes. And then another post here. He's got two for one question mark, three for one question mark, four for one question mark. These people are stupid. So I'm thinking... On the, on the surface of it, when you see that he was uh, relieved of all charges, you think, oh, great, this is going to be a, you know, everybody else is going to just cause chaos and get away with it. No, this is going to be a domino effect. More people are going to, they're going to get more for their bang here. This is going to be awesome because they also have here, what happens if the phone records of Smollett leak? So they got this already, guaranteed. The phone records, all of it. 
And it's just going to domino from there. Amazing, amazing times we live in. All right, big show coming up. We're going to talk about some To The Stars Academy, more updates, that stuff, if you will. Uh, an article by Luis Elizondo will break that down. Going to look at some replicator being admitted now. People say this is science fiction stuff. It's basically coming out to be admitted. Telepathy. And then we're going to get into a, a robot interviewer piece of equipment that's going to replace people for job interviews. And then we also have some tag, uh, ad targeting at supermarkets. Basically some, uh, uh, what's the movie? I just missed. Um, Minority Report. But we got all that coming up on this big, big show for you today, folks. I also want to say if Taylor T is watching, I've commented on you leave, leave comments now, I think twice on two separate videos that you wanted to come on the show and talk about some vaccines and light bodies. You're more than welcome to come on. I always leave, left my email as a response and you haven't emailed me yet. So you can email me, k2d4network at gmail.com. We can get that set up and uh, get you on the show. Sounds very interesting. At any time, folks, uh, you want to call in discuss anything you know I, I know the phone calls have been lacking a little bit but it's down in the description anytime you want to touch it i'll just glance at the call screen and bring you on if you want 1605-562-0444 1605-562-0444 caller id 146509 and we can get you on and discuss it maybe there's a maybe i'm talking about an article that really hits home with you and I think rather than wait until the end, it'd be a good time to just bring you on right away and discuss it. Okay, so uh, I wanted to get into an article here that was left on. I talked about the vaccine thing last week. And one of the viewers, the Zodiacs, so left this article here, third leading cause of death in America is medical errors. Crazy stuff. The third leading cause of death in U.S. most doctors don't want you to know about. A recent John Hopkins study claims more than 250,000 people in the U.S. die every year from medical errors. Other reports claim the numbers to be as high as 440,000. Oh my God. What's the matter? Medical errors are the third leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And you don't hear about that. They don't want you to discuss this stuff. And this girl here, Emily Jerry, who's only two years old, she had a massive abdominal tumor, had numerous surgeries, chemotherapy. She was finally declared cancer-free, but the doctor said to continue with the last chemotherapy session, which was a three-day treatment. And then the pharmacy technician there prepared an intravenous bag filled with more than 20 times the recommended dose of sodium chloride, which is salt, folks. Within hours, Emily was on life support and declared brain dead. Three days later, she was gone. So just like that, she was fine. And then, bam, gone. Just to a simple error, maybe it was just like an intern that didn't know everything. You know, stuff happens. I know mistakes happen, but when you're dealing in the medical industry, there's a reason why you guys get paid more. Oh, yes. You have to be careful. All right, let's get some uh, transition music, and we'll get on to the Luis Elizondo stuff. Do your dance, do your dance, do your dance. Wild women, the ripping and the tearing. Oh, yes. Love that. Okay. So, Luis Elizondo, I talked about this last week. Uh, they got a History Channel deal. This is going to air in May. It's called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. Uh, big, big false flag narrative. They want to push you to the evil alien thing. And uh, basically, this is the last card that Warner Von Braun has been talking about. And now they're going to push that... Uh, way of thinking on you, as you will. So here's an article that Luis Elizondo wrote March 6th. I didn't even catch this until later. A lot of, lot of disclosures in this thing. It says, enter the quantum world. What 
the mechanics of subatomic particles mean for the study of UAP, our universe, and beyond. There are numerous secret programs, secret agencies, secret committees of Congress, secret laws, and even a secret courtroom. This is exactly what Dan Inouye, who is a senator from Hawaii, was talking about before. They all have these, this, all the secret uh, compartments of the government, if you will. They got all their own things, their own Navy, all that stuff. Secrecy allows our government to collect and share information and even make decisions that otherwise could fail or fall into the enemy hands or be exploited. That's understandable. Right? Uh-huh. Governments will go to great lengths to protect the information they consider sensitive. Secret, secretive programs was once run by a, a colleague of mine, Dr. Hal Putoff. Oh, yes. We sure know well, damn well, that was run by Hal Putoff. Because now you have to admit it because that FOIA request was released and he was on that one uh, program that he was researching. Also says he was working on that Stargate program established by the CIA and later dropped by the DIA or adopted by the DIA. Purpose of the Stargate was to train intelligence collectors in advance human cognitive abilities and use them to collect information. Remote viewing. Hmm. Talked about that a lot on this show, the 9-11 remote viewing stuff. Well, obviously the government was looking into this stuff. And this is, since Luis Elizondo was in these programs, the ATEP, this is what they were looking into, folks. In your face. Admitted. Some of the most out there research happening in the government right now is in the world of quantum physics. Yes, stuff they say that is crazy. Teleportation, quantum entanglement, and zero-point energy. Ideas popularized by science fiction shows like Star Trek are providing, proving more real than you might think. Most people would be surprised to learn that we have been teleporting objects such as electrons over a decade. And most recently, the MICAS satellite confirmed successful teleportation of a quantum object from Earth to orbit, smashing the previous record. Yes, teleportation is real. In your face. How do you go from, we don't know what the hell these UAPs are, uh, we just set up this thing to study it. Uh, we don't know what they are yet. We just want people to ask questions, but they were looking into teleportation, all this crazy stuff. He has to admit it now because this is the next phase. This is why the To The Stars Academy disclosure is so weird because they, they can't say we know all this stuff right away. They have to acclimate the public. Unbelievable. Also, gravity waves. Why are, why are gravitational waves important? Prove that the very space and time we live in, in fact, is in fact flexible and sometimes very flexible. Hmm, maybe for some time travel or maybe short, uh, short time over long distance. People that say you can't go faster than light, now they're starting to admit it here. This article also talks about Project Blue Book. He says the, their conclusion was they didn't come up with nothing. And he says, or did they? And then he goes, ATEP has an advantage its predecessors didn't, a better understanding of a quantum world. Perplexing behaviors of UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon, folks. The uh, new catchphrase there. <laughs> Instantaneous acceleration, hypersonic velocities, low observability, transmedium, yeah, transmedium travel, and even anti-gravity can now be explained by quantum physics, not voodoo science. Now we're going to start getting into the disclosure. This is the next step. As I always said, after you have that craft, you know, how are they getting here? They have to start priming the public now because they're, they're going to have stuff they're going to release. There's rumors that the next phase of disclosure will be uh, the TR-3B. The government will come out and say, we, you know, this is for the Space Force. We had this secret craft for a while they could say we've been developing it down in area 51 you know here it is just bring the public and then they, oh this is how it works because that's the next step to disclosure basically saying that these are things we have been working on uh no longer is the quantum world a scientific field of theory but now a practical field of reality it might even help 
demystify the conundrum of faster-than-light travel. The ability to bend space-time in a way where you can go across great distances distances in an instant and not still not break any laws of physics. Yes, because I had arguments with people at work about this stuff. They say, oh, it's physics. It's proven you can't go faster than the speed of light. Now it's going to start being admitted. You know, how are they going to start releasing this stuff? I got a couple more articles that will start talking about that. The mainstream will start talking about it so people can start getting acclimated to this stuff. Joe Blow says the Philadelphia Project in the chat. Absolutely. What was that, 1943, if my memory serves correct? In your face, they've been testing this stuff for so long. Of course, they got to get it ironed out so it's all safe. So they don't go, oh, when we did the Philadelphia Project and uh, transported it, teleportation, and then people ended up in the hull of the ship, that's not very safe. The article continues, laws are meant to be broken. Physics, we're learning that some laws can be bent. Scientists now believe that there are other things can indeed move faster than the speed of light. Recent observations supporting inflation theory propose that space itself can expand faster than the speed of light. In essence, space between two objects can expand so rapidly that even the objects themselves are not moving faster than light. The space between the two objects certainly does. Quantum physics helps us explain the behavior of UAPs. Oh. UAP don't seem to be bound by the same limitations and interpretations we have of space-time. They're here one moment, gone the next. We can safely assume that whatever technology is being used, it's likely far superior to ours. Oh, yes. It's time for a paradigm change. That's what I've been saying all the time. Paradigm shift. We're ready for it. Let's go. Why are we screwing around anymore? And now it will happen. Back in the Project Blue Book, the Air Force compiled reports of tens of thousands of UFO sightings, UFO sightings over 17 years. But in 1966, another Air Force committee published the Condren Report, which conclu concluded that most of the sightings examined were explainable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 2017, the DOD disclosure occurred. That was the uh, To the Stars Academy thing coming out with the ATEP to hold the, uh, Tom DeLong. They released those videos of these UAPs that uh, Air Force fighter pilots were in pursuit of. And it was in October, November-ish area. Um, maybe a little month hype, half a month. Gone. People don't care. They're sick of being lied to. I mean... Every time you look at articles nowadays, there's always some, you know, look at this object on the moon or whatever. It could be an alien craft. And then here's a NASA satellite feed where they see it and they cut the feed. The public's ready. They just got to quit screwing around with this stuff. Uh, DOD, okay, the 2017 DOD disclosure occurred directly contradicting the findings in the Condron report. We realized... We had not discovered all there, is, there was to discover, not by a long shot. ATEP succeeded where others failed simply because our understanding of the physics finally caught up with our observations. Boom! So, some more disclosure. Getting yourselves ready for the next step. And Luis Elizondo said when he did that, uh, he was at some UFO conference or whatever, and he says that next year, which is this year, we're going to have a very different discussion. So they're ramping things up. They're going to use the history channel to help them do this and try to drive. I like that the fact that they were having disclosure. That's a victory. It's just when they got to push this alien threat thing, which stuff could get really messy real quick when you start doing that. Okay. We got some other breakthroughs. Let's move on to some other news. Good morning. All right, we're going to get into the replicator stuff now. A real-world Star Trek replicator is now possible thanks to a new breakthrough. This is on Forbes. 
But now we're going more mainstream with some of the findings here and making it easy for people to understand what this whole disclosure initiative is all about, getting people primed. A startup with alumni from MIT and Yale said it's made a breakthrough in creating next generation material that should make it possible to 3D print literally anything out of thin air. It can happen. New York-based Mattershift has managed to create large-scale carbon nanotube CNT membranes that are able to combine and separate individual molecules. For example, right now we're working to remove CO2 from the air and turn it into fuels. This has already been done using conventional technology, but it's been too expensive to be practical. Using our tech, I think we'll be able to produce carbon zero gasoline diesel and jet fuels that are cheaper than fossil fuels. Here we go. This solves everything. Like I said, people want to talk about the climate change, which I think is just interplanetary. All the planets are going through a shift right now. They wanted to use that last card for uh, carbon credits to control the people. Bring out the free technologies here. It's going to solve all that. It destroys the argument. It's like, let's not even argue about it. Let's just bring out the carbon neutral stuff and then we can end that argument and start, stop fighting with each other. McGinnis said, we're talking about printing matter from the air. Imagine having one of these devices with you on Mars. I think they do already. Uh-huh. You could print food, fuels, building materials, and medicines from the atmosphere and soil or recycled parts without having to transport them from Earth. Bingo. And then again, maybe eventually serve up drinks out of thin air. This brings it right back. Self-sufficient stuff. Some people want to argue about automation, destroying jobs, destroying people's way of life. I look at it as, you know, what happened back in the Industrial Revolution. People adapted. They were worried about that automation taking people's regular labor jobs. It made stuff easier for people. People have a higher standard of living and you're going to like your job more instead of you're busting your balls. So a very, very awesome disclosure. Just going to start acclimating the people to this stuff. And then it goes on to the next article here as well. No more science secrets. Scientists says the Earth's magnetic field will enable telepathy on a global scale. At first, when people read that, they're like, oh, telepathy, people are going to know what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. I think there might be that shock period for a while, but eventually, you know, I could see this actually helping humanity. This is where we're all headed anyway. Talk about the, you know... If you got a collective, you're just going to want to keep building that up. It won't be like you have to relearn stuff and start over for every individual. It's like, okay, I can build that car. You know what to do. Everybody's going to know how to do the same thing. They can, let's start building this whole thing up. No one's going to really want to uh, have evil intent because they're going to know right away if you have that. The article states, Dr. Persinger, cognitive neuro neuro neuroscientist and professor at Laurenton University in Ontario is convinced that this is not the only possible is not only possible but is imminent in the coming future. Why? How? In short, his pioneering telepathy research shows a strong correlation between the Earth's magnetic field and the human brain. You know, kind of when Corey Good was talking about uh, with these waves of energy coming and hitting the planet. You know, like him or hate him, I know there's some haters about Corey Good. whatever. I lean towards the side of him being um, authentic. That when these waves come in, people are going to go crazy. And the only way to transmute that is to be in that meditative state, loving state. And you can really see it right now with some people going crazy. The Dems are basically making killing a child post-birth natural and okay. All right. The article continues... Earth's magnetic field is constantly interfacing with our own brains in, in such a manner as to influence our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. There it is. Uh-huh. Geomagnetic field can store and transmit 
all the information of every human brain in history. And if we can tap into this informational reservoir, there will be no more secrets. In such a scenario, for example, we can know the true intentions of large corporations, regardless of what they might say through the media. Oh, yeah, definitely. No secrets. You're going to have like the whole uh, vaccine autism thing. <laughs> Everyone will know and I'll be like, oh, it'll be common knowledge, of course. Why would they uh, even fight that? So shout out to the chat here. Thank you guys for joining me live. Much appreciated. George Taylor says, solve climate energy, solve climate change, free energy. It's done and created now. Exactly. Let's bring out this free systems and change the world. I'm totally ready for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break. We get back from the break. We're going to go into that robot interview thing. And we got some scary minority report stuff. Stay with us on Talk is Cheap. Big tech giants are censoring people's voices. Subscribe to our backup channels on BitChute and DTube. Go to k2d4network.com for all the links. Hey, Dan Hofeld here from Talk is Cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about a new, exciting product on our store. The cell phone cases, these just launched. They look so good. They're glossy. It's got the Talk is Cheap logo right there on the back. We got the iPhone with many different models, as well as the Samsung Galaxy series. Show your support for the broadcast. This helps fund the operation and keep things going. Go to k2d4network.com, click over on the store, and check it all out. It's all there. It all helps. Dan Hofeld, Talk is Cheap, out. Hey guys, this is Carrie Walker from Alice Eats the Apple, and you are listening to Talk is Cheap with Dan Hofeld. Enjoying the show? Consider supporting us by donating to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash K2D4Network. Want to listen to the show on the road? Subscribe to our audio podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more platforms. Don't miss a single moment of Talk is Cheap. Broadcasting into the far reaches of the Pleiades, it's Talk is Cheap. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the broadcast for this Tuesday, March 26, 2019 edition. Crazy, crazy disclosures in your face. This stuff's going to be happening more and more often. This is why I wanted to do this show weekly to get the stuff out to the public and break it down because there's going to be a lot of mi misinformation. People aren't going to know what the uh, true intent is behind that because you know the mainstream media and lie a lot. So, this next one is kinda scary, right? <laughs> this is an interview robot. So now they're gonna take the humanity out of job interviews. So the article states, taking the bias out of job interviews, AI-powered robot judges you purely on your abilities to, abilities, leaving race, gender, and other subconscious judgments made by employers out of its decision. So an AI robot is being trained by recruiters to conduct no bias interviews. It's got customizable facial expressions to seem human-like to the interviewees. By its launch, the robot will have learned enough to make its own decisions. Excuse me. Its makers want it to conduct real-life interviews by May and then in the UK by 2020. So this is something that's going to be happening real, real quick. Uh, I could see companies, bigger companies, getting this. Got the picture on screen here for folks. It's basically, it's kind of scary looking in a way. It's a face, and then it's got a speaker on, mounted on the bottom, and there's a camera below it. And then it's going to have facial expressions on it that are obviously animated by uh, graphically. 
because it's just projecting this the face on the screen of it. Weighs seven pounds. It's a disembodied head with a face projected onto it. AI allows the device to speak, engage, and react to users, while a camera allows it to maintain eye contact. It can speak more than 30 languages. It, I'm going to play the, the video here in a second. It can adapt to a range of customizable expressions, even characters from the sci-fi film Avatar. Removes unconscious bias, the type that comes from innate, innate judging we humans make based on appearance and accents and gestures. Some of this, like, if you're doing an interview with somebody and you, you go, it goes back to the human gut instinct. Like, what if you just feel off about something in your gut? But this machine's not going to pick it up because it's going to be like, well, he's well qualified. There should be no reason why you shouldn't hire him. Could it cause problems? I don't know. We're taking the humanity out of the equation. I mean, we have to be politically correct nowadays and just, you know, they have those quotas now too where, uh, you know, you have to hire so, so many females, of course, and then races. And it gets to the point where it's like these people are not really qualified, but they have to meet that quota in order for the social justice thing to uh, keep its effect it typically takes about seven seconds for someone to make a first impression and about five to 15 minutes for a recruiter to make a decision. It doesn't do chit chat either. It records everything that is said to her and produces a transcript of the interview to be analyzed. So analyzing it first and then later on, they're going to want to make, let this whole thing make the decision like, okay, this guy's got the best qualifications, let him have it. We've seen research that shows that in certain situations, people are more comfortable opening up and talking about difficult situations with a robot than with a human, said Samer Al-Mobaid, chief executive of Furhat Robotics. Makers hope by its launch stage, the robot will not require human analysis of transcripts and can decide for itself whether a candidate should move on to the next round of interviews. This will be interesting because I do think... They'll use these for the first wave. So rather than disqualify anybody right away where they, okay, let's just choose these two. They're just going to bring in everybody. Um, I hate to say it, but it might actually waste people's more time. Because if you've got 50 people that are going to apply for a position, maybe 100, rather than just cut them all off, they're going to say, all right, let's just get everybody through. We can buy three, four of these robots, do that many at once, and just boom, 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 hammer them out. And you're, there's only one spot out of 50. It's like, well, good luck. Good luck. So I'm going to bring up the video. Now, for those listening, it's a, a woman in a hijab, and basically the uh, interviewer is uh, kind of judging her on her looks here. Organizing and executing these kind of complex projects. And also, my master's degree in corporate law is just the kind of academic background that I think would help me excel. I'm sorry, but um, I don't believe that you're the person we're looking for. Really? I especially like that it's a cross-functional role between the operations and legal department. And with my communication skills and my outgoing personality, I'm just the person you're looking for. I appreciate your enthusiasm. But... And where can you start? I can start immediately. We'll get to the robot here shortly. I'm sorry, I don't think you fit our profile. Always experience in delivering projects, and the majority of them on time and within budgetary estimates. Well, you have all the qualifications and experience for this role. It seems like you're the perfect candidate. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The head does move. It's my That's pleasure, kinda... Nadia. Join us in creating a world where technology is more human. So there you go. Kind of scary, kind of... Kind of cool in a way, I will admit it, because I, I do like tech myself, but uh, 
you know, that's going to be kind of in your face. Like, I think that'll become a standard, to be honest. I don't know what other anybody else thinks. Uh, in the chat, interesting. I guess we're in Mer Mercury retrograde, so maybe that's why I'm having some issues with the uh, technology. Always interesting. I always hated Mercury retrograde. It seems like there was always a lot of issues with that, and it gets old. Okay. Oh, let's move on to some minority report stuff. Some creepy, creepy stuff at the uh, grocery store now. I apologize. We have a family audience. All right. The creepy cooler cabinets with cameras. Shop fridges will target it target you with ads based on what you look like. It shows on the screen the contents of the fridge inside while scanning faces. The technology uses this imagery to determine age and sex of the shopper at first, and then it will get worse. All about profiling. Uh-huh. LCD screens then show personalized adverts based on this information. It claims to not store the information and does not radically profile customers. Oh, basically kind of like what Google does. And if anybody remembers Minority Report, if you watch that movie with Tom Cruise, he goes into a shop, a store, a clothing store, and automatically it scans his face, it knows... You know, hey, I can't remember his name in there, but it knew his name. Would you like this today? It knows your buying habits. It knows what you buy. Exactly targeted, and this is what Google does. They know, like, you've been looking at this item on Amazon, and then when you go to other websites, they'll start showing that uh, ad for that product because you looked at it, so you might be thinking about buying it. So if it keeps showing it to you, be like, oh, yeah, I should buy that. Targeted ads. That's how Google made a lot of their money, uh, majority of the money. Refrigerator doors in supermarkets are being replaced with LCD screens that can scan a shopper's face to show personalized pop-up adverts. Chicago-based cooler screens, that's what it's called, sells its products to stores which now show the food or drink available inside. However, they can also use the display specific to display specific adverts based on the physical characteristics of the shopper. So if it's a, a female or male, you know, you can advertise maybe shoes to the woman. You know, the male maybe advertise some uh, beer. I don't know. The cameras in the screens are not designed to prevent theft. They will be, but instead are intended to give a personalized shopping experience through specific adverts. Supermarket chains, such as Walgreens, is believed to be testing the screens in half a dozen of the stores around the U.S. So for those watching on the show, we got a picture up here on screen. I got to say, I do like the cleanliness of this um, because, you know, when you go to the freezer aisle in the shopping market, you can't really see some of the stuff sitting on the shelf not exactly straight this is all flat of course you can see it it's all nicely lit you know exactly what's there there's always pros and cons to technology the technology scans a person's face to determine their sex and age and then displays the relevant animated adverts that marketing experts believe will be of interest it is claimed that the firm does not partake in ethic or racial profiling and also does not store the data of an individual uh i don't think so Think you can handle that? The concept works in similar ways to target ads that come from Facebook and Google, but those sites require consent. Are you sure about that? Uh-huh. And permission to be given to share such data with advertisers. Yeah, you know, the consent where you kind of just um, click I agree so you can actually just get to the damn website and do what you need to do. They make them so long so no one reads through them. And then there's a video at the bottom here I want to play because this gets into basically the profiling of for shoplifters or any other crime because now they'll be able to integrate all this stuff in their systems. 
It just the article just said it wouldn't be used for that, but believe me, folks, it will. What if you could stop retail crime before it happens by knowing the moment a shoplifter enters your store? Could you avoid a potentially dangerous situation? And what if you could know about the presence of violent criminals before they act? And what if you could easily identify missing children and victims of human trafficking? With Face First, you can stop crime before it starts. Free crime, maybe. Patented enterprise a more minority report. recognition platform proven to radically reduce crime and perform flawlessly across thousands of locations, making it the top choice for big box stores, department stores, grocery stores, pharmacies, and other retail operations. Reduced shrink safer stores and fast ROI. I like All how it's sold. Turnkey solution. It's so great. Learn more at Facebook. Well, it's one of those things they're going to put this stuff all over. You know, you could argue, make the argument it's already there. That way, you know, let's just say you uh, maybe got framed for something that wasn't you, but they, uh, that you did, but they decided you did it's on your your uh profile so it goes into the system oh watch this guy he uh stole something before and it you know it doesn't go into specific details of course but again you were maybe even vindicated and then better watch this guy it's still gonna put an exclamation mark on you your life can be ruined that way. And this leads nicely right into the next article here. Arizona. Japanese startup unveils creepy minority report style AI that can spot shoplifters before they steal. There's some more stuff here. AI systems by Japan startup VAC can spot suspicious behavior such as fidgeting. Staff can be alerted of potential thief and approach them, ask them if they need help. So not only do the staff have to stock shelves, do checkout, do their uh, warehouse work, you know, they got enough going on already. Now they have to be policemen for the store when they uh, get alerted. It was used last year to track down convenience store shoplifter in Yokohama. Based on their body language, the system is trained to recognize suspicious activities such as fidgeting or restlessness in security footage. See, now I got a problem with that because, you know, younger kids, they're awkward. I was one. You have that awkward teenage behavior where you just act weird at points, and then this is going to pick up on fidgeting. You know, maybe you got in a fight with your spouse that day, or maybe something happened. You know, you're going to be restless. You're going to be on edge a little bit because you're thinking about a lot of things. What's going to happen? It's going to get flagged on the security thing. Uh, an employee's going to come over, say, "Hey, can I help you?" And then you got to be, "Oh no, I'm great." So I mean, it's just one of those things. It's yeah, you can blow it off, but you're going to be uh, picked up on their system. Predictive policing efforts have sparked concerns that people may be unfairly targeted as a result of racial and other biases. AI can alert staff to suspicious behavior via smartphone app once it spotted something on the CCTV stream. A minority report style system aiming for its technology to be a preventative approach. AI can distinguish between normal customer behavior and criminal behavior, such as tucking a product away into a jacket without paying. But it can also detect what could be the warning sign of a theft before it actually happens. Do it now. There was a video. I think that's all I had highlighted up here. But yeah, we're moving in this direction, folks. 
and it can get very uh 1984 style if you will i'm gonna play this video i don't think there was any audio so i'll talk over it here a little bit so for those listening it's basically showing you know people in the uh crosshairs if you will and it's just saying suspicious rate four percent this lady's just looking at a uh, milk container like object off the shelf fairly normal as a return item and then they got this guy with a hood on of course it's a man in a hood uh suspicious rate 86 percent he tucked it away in his jacket oh yeah profiling at its best and then it'll put you in that database say watch this guy anywhere you go like luck good luck trying to uh um clean your record after something like that good luck because uh they'll have that stuff on file exactly so if anybody wants to call in for the last five minutes I, you're more than welcome i'm gonna put the number up again one six oh five five six two zero triple four one six oh five five six two zero triple four caller id one four six five oh nine pound get you up on the air and vent a little bit about maybe some of these articles or something else i didn't cover that you think i should have covered you're more than welcome to do that. Well, we'll end with this other article here. It's kind of a scary one slash, uh, oh. That's right. Whatever. Houston Library allows drag queen sex offender to read to children. Now, they didn't know that this was a sex offender right away. So they didn't invite him back after they figured that out. But still, folks, this is some scary, scary stuff. And the the uh, moms are just, they're all into it. Like, we want to expose the kids to this stuff. And let's watch the video. And, oh, man. In Heights Public Library today debuting a new children's story hour called Drag Queen Storytime. Stephanie Whitfield sat in on the program designed to promote acceptance. Good morning, everybody. The Heights Library had a special guest for story time. Oh my goodness, everyone is dressed so nice. I wish I would have wore a nice costume for y'all. A visitor who usually performs for an older audience. My name is Blackberry, I'm a bearded drag queen. That means I'm a lady with lots of facial hair. Do you wanna touch my hair? No. This program is geared towards kids 10 years old and younger. I just wanna expose them to things they don't get to see every day and want it to become the more normal and more accepted. They've never seen a drag queen before, so uh -huh. I thought it was a good chance to see one. But let's turn around. Oh, yeah. And shake your butt. Shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them. It was a first for this branch of the public library, too. It is amazingly unique, and that is ultimately something that we strive for, for sure. Um, we definitely, at this particular branch, but also at Houston Public Library, always want to promote diversity, uh, understanding, inclusion, and fun. Let me hear my cats. Of course, a love of books, too. Blackberry says reading is a way to break the stigma of drag in queer culture. Oh, That's yeah. the whole goal is to uh, make kids that aren't used to seeing something like me uh, more comfortable to seeing it. So once they go into school later on in life and they see something that's totally different from them, instead of bullying, they're more accepting. One, two, three. Stinky cheese. He's a man. Oh, my God. So, uh, whew. folks, they want to normalize this stuff for kids. Get him acclimated to it. Folks, I'm a 32-year-old man, and I'm scared out of my mind. It's all happening. It's freaky stuff, but uh, this is becoming the norm. And the, the, I guess the thing I can't get over, the, the uh, moms, the women, they're really um, for it. So how does that work? Whew. I don't know. It scares the hell out of me, though. Shout out to the chat. I was going to end on that note before we close up here. Thank you guys for attending. I think we have 42 right now. Awesome. Like I said, this will be changing to a different time in the near future, maybe month, maybe more. So we do have some time. But uh, that will, uh, I'm looking at probably a 7 p.m. show on Tuesday. But we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it works a lot better for everybody. We can get the numbers up a little bit more and have some more live interaction, get some phone calls. I'd love to having phone calls to talk to people.
So, of course, you guys, if you love this program, please don't be afraid to support. We do have PayPal, Teespring, and the Patreon. You can always go over to our Patreon, or uh, excuse me, our Teespring. That's on our website, k2d4network.com. Great products up there. We just introduced the Talk is Cheap cell phone case. I think it looks amazing. Like these pictures, folks, this this one right here is the one I got. It doesn't do it justice. It looks like kind of like half-ass. But I got the phone right here, the case. Nice and glossy. looks so slick. Very, very hard material, glossy. Awesome product, I think. And for $16.99, you know, I probably get three, maybe four dollars of that. You know, I'm trying to keep the prices down so to make it easier for people who want to get merchandise to get it. But uh, I wasn't going to sit there and charge outrageous, like $25 for a uh, cell phone case like that. Special thanks to the supporters on Patreon. Those monthly reoccurring donations help. You know, I've had some people come and go. It's fine. Um, it's there. Everything helps. And uh, shout out to Helen. She uh, gave me a voicemail the other week and um, said, hey, I don't do this technology stuff. Can I send you a check? I said, sure. I gave her a PO, PO address. She sent it over. That was awesome. Uh, much appreciated. And um, yeah, so if you guys want to ring up the voicemail, that's 1-256-510-5234, 1-256-510-K2D4. That is also in the description below in case you forget so you can... Uh, access it later and you can ask question you know some I, obviously i don't get back to everything it's a lot of stuff on there but uh if you ask uh, yeah maybe a simple easy comment question i'll air it on here as well and uh get that out for everybody so without further ado that's all i really had planned i don't want to get into another story it looks like the phone lines are empty so i am just gonna close out the show thank you guys for joining me in the chat much appreciated. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye. What are you, some kind of homo? Thanks for listening. Visit k2d4network.com today.